Welcome to the Sabbath School Bible Study Podcast. Today is Wednesday, February 10th. I invite you to pause this audio right now so that you can have your moment with God and ask Him for His guidance as you study His Word. And I'll be right back. The rest of the story. According to Sennacherib, as reported in his annals, he took 46 fortified towns, besieged Jerusalem, and made Hezekiah the Jew, quote, a prisoner in Jerusalem, his royal residence, like a bird in a cage, unquote. James Pritchard, Ancient New Eastern Texts Relating to the Old Testament, 1969, page 288. But in spite of his penchant for propaganda as an extension of his monumental ego, neither in text nor in pictures does he claim to have taken Jerusalem. From a human point of view, this omission is amazing, giving the inexorable power of Sennacherib and the fact that Hezekiah led a revolt against him. Rebels against Assyria had short life expectancies and gruesome deaths. Scholars acknowledge that even if we did not have the biblical record, we would be compelled to admit that a miracle must have taken place. The fact that Sennacherib lined the walls of his, quote, palace without a rival, unquote, with reliefs, carved pictures, vividly depicting his successful siege of Lachish, appears to be due to his need for a face-saving device. But for the grace of God, these pictures would have shown Jerusalem instead. Sennacherib did not tell the rest of the story, but the Bible does. What is the rest of the story? Let's read Isaiah chapter 37, verses 21 through 37. Then Isaiah, the son of Amos, sent word to Hezekiah, saying, Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, Because you have prayed to me about Sennacherib, king of Assyria, this is the word that the Lord has spoken against him. She has despised you and mocked you, the virgin daughter of Zion. She has shaken her head behind you, the daughter of Jerusalem. Whom have you reproached and blasphemed? And against whom have you raised your voice and haughtily lifted up your eyes? Against the Holy One of Israel. Throw your servants you have reproached the Lord, and you have said, With my many chariots I came up to the heights of the mountains, to the remotest parts of Lebanon, and I cut down its tall cedars and its choice cypresses, and I will go to its highest peak, its thickest forest. I dug wells and drank waters, and with the sole of my feet I dried up all the rivers of Egypt. Have you not heard? Long ago I did it. From ancient times I planned it. Now I have brought it to pass. 
that you should turn fortified cities into ruinous heaps. Therefore their inhabitants were short of strength, they were dismayed and put to shame, they were as the vegetation of the field and as the green herb, as grass on the housetops, is scorched before it is grown up. But I know you're sitting down, and you're going out, and you're coming in, and you're raging against me. Because of your raging against me, and because your arrogance has come up to my ears, therefore I will put my hook in your nose, and my bridle in your lips, and I will turn you back by the way which you came. Then this shall be the sign for you. You will eat this year what grows of itself, in the second year what springs from the same, and in the third year sow, reap, plant vineyards, and eat their fruit. The surviving remnant of the house of Judah will again take root downward and bear fruit upward. For out of Jerusalem will go forth a remnant and out of Mount Zion survivors. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. Therefore, thus says the Lord concerning the king of Assyria, he will not come to this city and shoot an arrow there, and he will not come before it with a shield or throw up a siege ramp against it. By the way that he came, by the same he will return, and he will not come to this city, declares the Lord. For I will defend the city to save it for my own sake, and for my servant David's sake. Then the angel of the Lord went out and struck a hundred and eighty-five thousand in the camp of the Assyrians. And when men arose early in the morning, behold, all of these were dead. So Sennacherib, king of Assyria, departed and returned home and lived at Nineveh. In response to Hezekiah's prayer of total faith, God sent him a message of total assurance for Judah that boils over with molten fury against the proud Assyrian king who had dared slap the divine king of kings in the face. Then God promptly fulfilled his promise to defend Jerusalem. See 2 Kings chapter 19 verses 35 through 37 second chronicles chapter 32 verses 21 and 22 and isaiah chapter 37 verses 36 through 38 a big crisis calls for a big miracle and big it was the body count was high a hundred and eighty-five thousand so sennacherib had no choice but to go home, where he met his own death. Compare Isaiah's prediction in Isaiah chapter 37, verses 7 through 38. The God of the Hebrews 
had prevailed over the proud Assyrian. The honor of Jehovah was vindicated in the eyes of the surrounding nations. In Jerusalem, the hearts of the people were filled with holy joy. Ellen White, Prophets and Kings, page 361. Also, if Sennacherib had conquered Jerusalem, he would have deported the population in such a way that Judah would have lost its identity, as northern Israel did. From one perspective, then, there would have been no Jewish people to whom the Messiah could be born. Their story would have ended right there, but God kept hope alive. Question. What do you say to someone who, not yet believing in the Bible or the God of the Bible, asks this question? Was it fair that these Assyrian soldiers, who just happened to be born where they were, should die in mass like this? How do you personally understand the Lord's actions here? Additional reading, selected quotes from Ellen White. As God's messengers, angels, go forth, like the appearance of a flash of lightning, so dazzling their glory and so swift their flight, the angel that appeared at the Savior's tomb, his countenance like lightning and his raiment white as snow, caused the keepers for fear of him to quake, and they became as dead men. When Sennacherib, the haughty Assyrian, reproached and blasphemed God and threatened Israel with destruction, it came to pass that night that the angel of the Lord went out and smote in the camp of the Assyrians an hundred fourscore and five thousand. There were cut off all the mighty men of valor and the leaders and captains from the army of Sennacherib. So he returned with shame of face to his own land. The Great Controversy, page 512. And that is all for today. Please subscribe to our podcast and stay tuned for new episodes and special content.